Hi, this is Ken from Ongaku to You. I just want to preference before we start the actual episode that this was a very special episode for us, and it was very important that all three of us would be on the show this week. And because of that, one of us had to do the show with a regular microphone, and the mic got caught on a couple things while we were recording. So please preference that there is going to be some scratching noises, and hopefully you guys don't have the audio too loud. So just please be aware of that. And my keyboard and my line went off right in the middle of the recording. So just be aware of that. That we had to resort to some unusual tactics that we don't like to have for the recording. We hold a very high standard right now with the recording, and hopefully you guys can. Accept that for the time being. It was very important that all three of us would be on the this week's episode for a very special reason. And with that, enjoy the episode. I wanna be a pop star. Kimi wo motto muchu ni sasete ageru kara ne kira kira no pop star hane wo hiroge mahou wo kakete akesho. Kimi dake ni. Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Ongaku to you, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. If you notice our little timeline right now, this is a very special episode. I'm your host Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, guys? And Luna. I'm back, baby. And Luna. Hello, everyone. And do you guys want to say the reason why this episode is a very special episode? I wish I could、hey. remember the word in Japanese and say it that way. Omedetto. Omedetto. That's more congratulations. It's close enough. It's close enough. It's close, it's close enough. Ideally, by the time I edit this and this is all out, it should be an easy edit. But by the time this episode is out, it will be released on our one-year anniversary. Woo woo. Well, well, our one-year anniversary when we recorded was December seventh of two thousand seventeen. So we've gone through a lot of interesting things this past year.、Mm-hmm. But I guess we wanted to go through each person and kind of just talk about the podcast in general, what you learned about it, what we learned about music in general, because we've learned a lot of things through the Japanese music industry in this one short year, haven't we? Yes, we.、Have. Yes, yeah, been very educational. Very educational, like you switch idol groups, like a, a very nice wine <laughs> every four months. It's like the seasons, my friend. <laughs> I do what I can.、I、do what I can. Let's see. I would say it's every other month. I don't know. LOL has really, they've really stuck around for quite a while. I was like, I was listening to them earlier today. <laughs> I was listening to the LML album. I love that album. That's I, such a good album. You say that until Bish like announces a new album or single or something like that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we'll we'll see. I was I was also listening to、uh, Ayumi Hamazaki earlier.、So. I I kind of wanted to talk about this. Let Let's talk with you first, Gray. What do you remember your your specific order of your obsessions throughout this past year? 
Yeah, uh, let's see. Well, it started with, with Scandal, uh, I guess, in, in like the very beginning of the year. Quickly moved to Little Glee Monster. SKE kind of sprang up in there. And I think SKE and Little Glee Monster were neck and neck for a while. But because SKE isn't available through like Apple Music, it's like I just it's harder to listen to them through a typical day. So that always hurts people with my obsessions because the more easily accessible you are, the more I'll fall in love with you. Let's see. After Little Glee Monster, there was Bish. I was obsessed with for a while, and Bradio. And I think I think those two are. In. And I'll, I'll always love Bradio. They'll always be an obsession of mine. But I, I, ever since we've done like the um, the focus episode, I haven't listened to them nearly as much. Let's see. And then after Bradio was LOL. Yeah, because Love and Smile I think came out in like mid August, something like that. September, I think, at the absolute latest. And uh, I've been listening to LOL mostly since then. Cool came up for a good half a month to a month. I think that's how you say their name. I don't know. I asked my friend who is like a, he's really into like linguistics. And he said cool. It's uh, K apostrophe U E L L E. We've we've gone back with like Quill and uh, but I, th- I think it's cool. And after I finished them, like like right as I was getting tired of them, is when LOL released their latest album, and that's ever since uh, LML came out. It's it's been my life. I mean, I've been listening to some other stuff, clearly, but at the end of the night when I sleep, I'm I'm thinking about LOL. I love those guys. Oh, uh, well, I should learn the guys' names. I still don't know them. Just only the. I know guys. the women. I only I know the women. The women have stage names. They're one word. They're very easy to remember. the The men use their full names. I can't remember that. That's asking a lot. And Hibiki, if you're listening to this, I love you, baby. And let's go with you, Luna. How? What kind of artists have you kind of discovered through while we were doing the show? Um, I guess you could say I've discovered a lot more R&B and jazz artists with a, long, a lot more indie. I've definitely dived into uh, a lot more of that, too. And I also discovered that I don't mind some idol groups. Because before, I wasn't a big idol person or into idols. So I think SKE kind of jump-started that for me with Mushiki Naido. Yes. That became one of the songs I really, really liked. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'll, you know, give some of these these groups a chance. So I feel like this podcast has helped me discover a lot of artists I never would have considered listening to before. You know, I completely left out Kea Kizaka 46 and no Kizaka 46. Uh, I, I don't remember that. where in the timeline they, they fell. The Kohaku. You, uh, yeah. You went around to Kiyakizaka right around Kohaku. Then right well, when they just... did Glass of Wade, which was soon after, that's when you kind of stuck with them for a bit. And you, you kind of dip in and out. You only come back when they do releases. Yeah. Well, I'm still listening to the summer song that Nogizaka put out. I love that song. I can't believe you love that song. That's such a generic <laughs> song. So good. 
such a generic, so good. It's such a generic song. I'm, I'm not, I don't know how you that. <laughs> You're welcome. I was yeah, I say, love that song. I was gonna say even Cinema Train was better than that, but no, I can't degrade that song. <laughs> I can't defile like, that song. <laughs> you can't defile that song with that trash. I, I don't know. I think I like Sentimental Train more than No Way, man. If I'm being brutally honest, and I didn't care much for Sentimental Train. Japan, but No Way, man, is Japan doesn't agree with you. On not that. good. <laughs> uh, Japan can disagree all they want. It's fine. We we have the right to disagree. It's you know, it's not the end of the world. By the way, they did but... break another record with this past week. Really? Yeah, they are the only artist to have. 40 over 40 consecutive singles reached the number one chart in the Oricon. That's breaking news, oh, wow. by the way. It was released earlier today yeah. that this this is this is their 41st single to break number one consecutively. So they're the only person in women history to sell over 40 consecutive singles in number one. But yeah, and you know, it's uh, very interesting to say here. I guess besides that, what did you think of, I guess, the indie artists that we've, but I guess I decided to roll out with the site here? I actually really liked it because it gave, it gave me a chance to check out art, new art, new upcoming artists that I've never heard of and also support them as everyone here knows I love to buy the physical CDs. So, for example, I love ne- Necrotaki. I ended up buying their first album that's coming out January. in two days. Oh, in two days. Nice. <laughs> yeah, technically, tomorrow in Japan, the U.S., Wednesday. Mm. Um, but, you know, with our, our, with how everything is. But, I mean, there's a lot of artists it, um, that I've really gotten into and gone to support. And it also, you know, helps us get the music out there. And I love discovering new artists anyway. Yeah. So, and it gives, and also they're all different genres. So it kind of jumps you into singers you never would have heard of or you never would have considered. And I really like that, you know, finding some very unique sounds that you, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. You know, just describing a lot of unique artists that we wouldn't normally hear on the mainstream chart. Yeah. Well, and for me personally, it's been a good opportunity to really open my mind and really push myself to move past like my comfort zone and, and tip, typically things that I listen for and listen to. And like I picked up the album that Dizzy Sunfist just released, and unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. It has one because, of my songs on there. Yeah, yeah. but I've been, I'm really excited. I'll, I'll get around eventually. It'll probably be after I hear me Hamaki, so it'll be later. But anytime I'm not like, anytime I'm not listening to Ayumi, I feel a little guilty because it's like, well, I need to, I need to do the homework. So we're but. Uh, like I love Dizzy Sunfist. There's a couple of other groups I genuinely love. I, I'm really eager to see where they go and what they do. Uh, I did listen to, to Parmesan Grated Cheese, which is our last in the corner. I was only able to listen to the YouTube video that we posted, but that that song was 
stupid good. Mm-hmm. And I, lo- I love pop rock. I love pop rock. So, you know, any excuse to listen to it, I'm always, you know. But pop rock is usually not a very popular genre. It's not a genre that typically gets a whole lot of play. So, And I really like the it comes pop around, rock. Anyways. I think it's fun. And you're right. It doesn't get a lot of play. It's either the pop or the more very rock aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I feel like listening to a lot of the, the indie has has gotten us out of our comfort zone as we look at all the different styles of music we listen to going into this podcast and then how much we've actually branched out our horizons. I mean, I'm buying artists that I don't usually, that I've never bought CDs from before. I discovered a lot of new artists. Yeah. uh, You know, I feel like I discovered a little bit more about myself too. (laughs) Well, like, like a little over a year ago, uh, well, like, if you came to me and be like, you, you're really going to love a group. They're called LOL. They're like this hip-hop, uh, pop group. I've been like, man, I hate hip-hop. No way. No way would I like it. And, you know, right now, they're, they're still my number one obsession. I think about them all the time. So it, it's always very interesting just how things change in time. And one thing I'm looking forward to is not today... But a year from now, like, well, how much more have we grown? How much more have have we expanded? I think that's uh, when you start looking to the future. That's when I get really excited because, you know, hopefully, you know, we've really grown as a show. We've really adapted and really began to spread and, you know, just the, the sheer amount of knowledge that we have and the amount and variety of music that we cover will will grow in the process and i think Mm -hmm. that that'll be a good way of attracting new people because i like talking about the oricon but not everybody's into the oricon and i I, like i've noticed with uh some online groups and stuff like that it's mostly the indie stuff that they talk about and like the metal stuff and it's just ever changing like like what's popular in america just isn't always what's on the top 10 in japan and that's fine so the great thing about like the indie corner is that that gets us listening to other groups that we normally wouldn't listen to Mm -hmm. and you know they they do have an audience and if we can tap into that that'll be awesome i wish i liked metal a lot more than i do though that's a genre i still don't care much for same, and there's a lot of really neat metal bands. I'm not a metal person, although I, I did find out that I like band made, which oh, was something yes. I never thought I'd, you know, I'd listen to. I'd never honest. say that in my life. Betrayed myself. That's interesting, though. Because I, so, I listened to, like, their, what, their, the last album they released, which was in 2018. I think it was, like, World, World Domination. Domination. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. It was, it was really good. It was really I did good. not care for it. <laughs> So I feel like I actually really like that. But the funny thing is, is I still can't get on the baby metal train. I understand why people like them, but it's, it's not my style, but I've also found that there are some metal bands that I really do like. And there are some that I just don't care for. I feel like we all have different tastes and also, you know, listening to a lot of like, even seeing the Oricon, we'll find things that we either absolutely love. Or we'll find things that we absolutely just like, why is this on here? <laughs> Keep some point this past well, week. What, well, yeah. one, group, one group I really want to listen to more of, just because I love the, the, the song that they had 
on the Oricon when we talked about them is Golden Bomber. I love that song to death. Uh, their time passed, mm. though. Like I said, their oh. their popularity was back when we were in Japan, and that was several years ago now. Well, yeah, but doesn't mean I won't like I won't like or enjoy their music. Because <laughs> I, I I I grabbed the single; it's really good. And I didn't know they were an indie band until you look on the indie charts, and yeah, then they're, they're labeled as an indie band. They're technically an indie band because well, they're technically not a band either, but. <laughs> That, well, that's, that's some magic I mean, here and there. Millie Vanilli counts as a band they can too. Yeah. And I found myself purchasing a lot more CDs than I ever thought I would. <laughs> like I purchase a lot of Japanese CDs, but I feel like doing this podcast has made me do it a lot more. And I swear, it hurt. oh man, it makes me want to cry in my bank account. But I've also discovered some great artists and feel good when I'm supporting artists who, you know, supporting the artists too. You know, oh, either oh. it be iTunes or on CD Japan. You know, I'm always glad to discover new artists and. I'll, and I'll say them. this: one thing the show's brought to my attention, and this is a negative thing, but how much of a douchebag Sony Music Japan is? <laughs> they can they 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 are the they are the dicks, and yeah. they will slap you in face with dicks because they are dicks. Well, I, I will just, say this, I, not all of their stuff is banned from YouTube or taken off YouTube. There's some artists like Lisa, you can watch her stuff. Yeah. But it's so weird how they have it. Like Nishino Kana, you can't watch anything at all. Crystal K, she's gone. You know, I, I, there's I a think lot you of have to have. I think you have to have like just some amount of popularity outside of Japan. I think it's the threshold. Because the Scandal is, why Crystal K is wouldn't be on very, there because very she's... popular on like Apple Music. So anytime like they have something come out, it immediately comes out internationally. That's but, true, like, but somebody you like can't Little watch their music videos on YouTube. You know? But like Crystal well, K is very yeah. popular outside the US. Would, so is Nishino Kana. She did a lot of big enough songs that she a lot of people know who she is. I only know one song by her, and it's the one song you two don't like. Oh, I love you. Yeah, it's the one song I know. Her old stuff is so yeah, good. You, you gotta listen to her and... old stuff. That's why. <laughs> well, now I do know like her new album, her her best of collection, uh, "Love and Mint," mm -hmm. is on oh. iTunes. I do want to listen to it again. It'll have to be post Ayumi Hamazaki, but yeah, at some point I'd like to get around to listening to that because. I mean, you could listen well, to I that too. Well, I think she's too, really but, attractive. Well, yeah, that too. But you could listen <laughs> to that. But that—that's only later stuff. You're only listening to the stuff that we kind of don't really like. <laughs> if you listen to the first version, you got to start volume, somewhere, and it's available. <laughs> I can give you it. You, <laughs> I can give you it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I mean. What Nishinokana stuff, it's what Sony in general, they've been kind of a D bag anyway for the last couple of years because when I mm -hmm. started doing anime like music videos back in the day, it was specifically only Sony artists that I would grab. And of yep. of course they would take it down in copyright strike because of that. Yeah. So Sony's been kinda wary ever since. But that's Yeah, and it's and that's the thing it's like you can't develop internationally and that's one of the things we've seen is i buy a lot of sony stuff and for example i just bought nishino kana's um i bought her love collections i also bought her newest blu-ray 
you know, I, I buy everything by her because you can't get it otherwise. And I love her anyway, so I'm going to support her. Even if it's a song I might not like, I'm still going to buy the single. But there's a lot of other Sony artists who follow into that, unfortunately, because it's the only way to get it. It's a very unfortunate thing, especially if you're a big fan of them and you really do want to support them on iTunes and you want to check them out on YouTube first. You know, some people don't want to take that extra step to blind buy it. They'd rather, you know, preview it. Yeah. So I don't see the problem with previewing a video and then you're like, I like this. I well, want to buy it now. I want to go to iTunes or see Japan or Yes Asia. You know, I want to pick this up. Well, and I'm afraid I, the one thing AVEX does I really don't like is they'll do like short versions of their music videos, but at least they have them and you can, you can listen to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing that AVEX has been really popular about is putting all their music on international iTunes. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a huge Common Writer fan. He didn't know that they had a lot of the Common Writer openings on Apple Music and iTunes. I'm like, yeah, because AVEX is the one that produces all the Common Writer openings after starting with Ryuki. Mm-hmm. So, so you can get a lot of them in America. And there's, there's the, a reason also, why that is, though. There's a specific reason why, because from Ryuki on, they didn't just say the the main writer's name over and over. You notice that with Kuga. Yeah. And then Agito does something fairly similar to him along those themes. And it's just to brain awareness. And that's another reason why Sentai stuff won't be on Apple Music for the most part, because they repeat the name of the, yeah. of the group over and over and over again, so... <laughs> so. Well, like, like, I've, well, I've been watching like uh, Lupin Ranger versus Pattern Ranger, and and I don't dislike that opening, but I don't want to own it either or listen to it while I'm driving down. So, it's yeah. just, it's just there. The Go Kaiser theme song. I actually need to. Oh, that was a good song. I will give you that. So, but I will, I will say this also. I always forget who grabbed Wanima, but I think it was Warner Japan it was or Universal Japan. Oh, I like Universal. It, I like them because they make a lot of stuff available. Sometimes it's a short version, but a lot of Universal Japan makes it available for everyone at least. There's so many more record labels who are more international than Sony, and Sony's such an international company. You would think they would do that. I mean. It's just one of those those things that I. I'll, I'll say I this. Know how much more I can say? I'll say this much. The their latest album, Everybody, which is our number one show by Two Miles in the Sunset. That album, Everybody, is not available. It hasn't been since it launched. I check every once a month. I check to see if they've added it to Apple Music, Apple iTunes, anything mm-hmm. like. No dice. And I'm like. You guys are a bunch of dicks. Because their old record label, which was a pizza record label, I love pizza, let them do as they please. And it was awesome because you could listen to all their stuff. And I have their early albums and stuff. I really, really like Wanima. And to, to when, once they signed a major record label, them completely disappear on the American market. I'm like, oh, you people are dicks. Because now I can't listen to them what if they have another album come out? You know? I don't think they have. They haven't had but... a single out. It's It's been very yeah. weird because I haven't... I, I look at the news every day. It's an, that's another thing. What 
we haven't even got to the site yet. This is just specifically just artists that we've been talking about. When I look up the news for sites or for the site, it's they haven't done much. They released another song, but it was only digitally and it was like made for an anime. But that's the only release that I've I've seen. What anime was it? I have no clue. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's funny. I, I always ask. And then when I get the answer, I usually have no idea what show you're talking about. I'm like, I don't know why I asked this question. It's not like I know. Yeah. But I guess it's like if I did know, I know like. No. Or I might go watch the anime. But. Yeah, no. But. I do love Sony. I just wish Sony was more consistent. I, I, that's my biggest gripe with Sony. I, just more consistency. Either really embrace international markets or not this wishy-washy. We're going to let some artists be mildly successful in the in the in the U.S. and in Europe and all this, and we're going to have other artists who will will let we'll we'll put this album out, but not this album, and we're going to put out this single, but not this single. Like why? Why are you mm-hmm. doing this? It, it's like again, you guys have heard me complain about the little glee monster thing, but it drives me crazy. I don't understand. They've had two singles come out. They've had three singles come out this year. Only one of them is available on iTunes and or Apple Music. I checked both places. Can't find them anywhere. And it's absolutely infuriating. But I do love AVEX. These guys are awesome. Well, I did. Avix oh. is very, very smart in how they do things. The only thing that made me mad about them, and this was maybe last year or the year before, is they put, this actually was two years ago, they put a limiter where you couldn't ship certain Avix products outside Japan. That included a lot, yes, um, it was due to Yuri on Ice, if I'm correct, I could be wrong on this, because I think it was some kind of rights things, is a lot of foreign people were buying a lot of, like, that show blew up that show blew it did so i don't remember if that it was that show if it was a different one there was one that it had to do with music rights and it also had to do with a lot of outside like foreigners buying a lot of japanese editions i think it mainly had to do with avix taiwan as well but it ended up affecting everyone across the world is they limited a lot of avix products in general, you could not order them and ship them here. Amazon Japan would not ship them. You had to do a third-party drop shipper if you wanted <sighs> to get them. And there's still Kodokumi products you cannot get. There's still Amadonamie products you cannot get. Um, I think Reifu was another... I don't remember if she was one of them or not. You know, she was an Avix, but Avix had a limiter, and I know Koda was a big one. I pre-ordered all my stuff before this went in effect, and about a month after... Some of her tours came out. One of her tours came out. I'm trying to remember which one it was. It might have been Walk of My Life. Or it was her 15th anniversary tour. You couldn't get it. It was said shipping within Japan only. And there was a whole bunch of these. And Amix even had a giant article about it saying we're going to not be shipping these overseas anymore. And I know Avix Taiwan wasn't doing good because a lot of the people who lived there wanted the Japanese goods. Like the specials that came in Japan. The problem was, is a lot of Japanese people were getting them. It was hurting their sales in Taiwan. Plus, like, a lot of the codes, like the Play Pass, only works in Japan. So it doesn't work outside Japan. So they thought, well, this isn't really useful for the foreigners who are going to buy these specials. And a lot of them were due to idol groups and other 
like that too. But it caused a huge issue, and there were a few artists who were extremely outspoken about it. I know Ayumi Hamasaki was one of them, who pretty much says, you can't limit my products be to just Japan because I have fans in China. I have fans in the U.S. I have fans in France. I have fans throughout the world. You can't do that. And her yeah. products are not limited. They're not shipping within Japan only. Kodakumi spoke out, too, and they stopped doing that with her as well. And I think Old Sky spoke out, and Amuro Nami spoke out. A lot of the artists spoke out, but there's a few items you still can't ship here anymore. If you didn't get it in initial release, you can't get them. I wonder if it was more just to do with it was really popular in Japan itself, and they probably don't make nearly as much money on international transactions as they do domestic transactions because you know you gotta spend yeah. money shipping and stuff like that so probably what could have happened this is just a, this is just a guess is they were making is they weren't making enough money internationally to justify the to justify shipping it overseas and at the same time the demand domestically was high enough that they were like well we don't want our products to go outside the country because our domestic demand is so high we can just sell them here and just cut off that that arm because we're not making really enough money anyways we're going to make a lot more money just focusing on the domestic market and i, I again that's pure speculation but that might might have been what happened and i do know like yuri on ice got super popular Everybody loves that opening. I couldn't tell you what it is because I didn't watch the anime. But I know that opening is super popular. I think Avex did the music for that show. And I think they did a lot of uh, Yuri on Ice, One Piece, and Mr. Osomatsu were affected. Um, but it came into effect, in Feb effect on February 15, 2017. I remember getting a notification about that. And it was a, it was a restriction ban. I don't think it was due to all sales as much as it so you pay for shipping when you do get it shipped overseas so i don't think they lose that much money shipping wise to be honest because i mean i just paid 30 dollars for an order you know to ship it so shipping wise don't really think they lose that much money i just think it had to do with some licensing and it's it was only restricting certain items i'm thinking that was also a big issue on it but it affected all retailers in japan um and it was avix pictures that enacted it so it wasn't it was that part of avix pictures gotcha. so i figure it mainly affected blu-ray releases than anything yeah but yeah it but was a big deal and a lot of people were really upset Luckily for me, I was okay and got a lot of my items because I did it before the date, and I usually try to pre-order right away. So I, it's just crazy how how much was affected. I will I will also say you know we always talk about you know what the Japanese could do to branch outside of Japan, and Avex did do this one thing I, I think was really cool. I'm ninety percent certain this was Avex. But they introduced a new boy band this year. They are an English band. They're a multicultural English band. Like, there's a white guy, 
a Japanese guy. I think there's like a Korean guy in there. There's like there's like dudes from all over the world, and, the, and all their music's in English. So, Avex of the Japanese brands, I do think is the most outward facing and forward thinking, because in order to become successful, you're going to have to branch outside your market. You're, you're yeah. just going to have to. It's just, I, I mean, the Japanese market will sustain you for a really, really long. But if you, but the Japanese music industry has to realize, like, if they don't branch out, become an international thing, it, they're not, they're not going to be around another twenty years. Hopefully not. That would be awful. I would hate for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I I think like Avix at least has changed because they I feel like they were more strict with certain things. But I think since a lot of artists spoke out against it and how many fans they have, it actually ended up saving them too. I mean, I do understand in some ways, and there's tons of articles on it. If you actually look it up, it was a big deal for a lot of people who do purchase, you know, purchased a, online. I mean, I know how to use drop shippers and I've done it before, but it's a pain in the butt and you spend a lot more in shipping than you ever want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds expensive. I was, ooh, man. I've done it. I did it for, um, you guys will see a video. I promise you guys will see a really cool video. And I had to do a drop shipper to get from Amazon. Uh, no, it was Yahoo Auctions Japan. It was a special item that I could only get in that place. And it's really, really cool. Ken knows what I'm talking about. What I bought. <laughs> I spent a good I amount of money getting it. I I'll guess I got to wait for the YouTube video. I need to do one. I need to get a, a display thing. But let's just say it's Amado Namie related. Oh, and that, I had that. to have it. Oh, I okay. went a little all out on her finally tour. Was was it Nami Amaro herself? Did you just buy her? And no, ship her I couldn't over? afford that. <laughs> If She's that's priceless. The case, can I buy Juju? I just need to go to New York, right? No. <laughs> no. I do love Juju, though. So, but this is kind of, co- you know, this podcast kind of gets me into my certain little, you know, it tempts me to get some really cool things. I would have never bought LML if it wasn't for this show. So, thank you guys. No, I need LOLOL. Yeah, you should look on Amazon Japan to see if you can get a copy of the the version with the videos. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. our, our living mailbox would be happy about that. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't I, think I, you I, would, Woody. I can get them off off CG Japan. And I'll just probably do it that way. I need I need to see the music video for Boyfriend in its entirety. It drives me crazy. But yeah, I mean, besides that, I guess the other part here for me is all the lovely indie artists that I've found and got to communicate with because we got to talk to a lot of different artists through our Twitter actually either we did whether it be Kikeda or Inc or Mosaic Arts a couple of them actually really like us that we advertise for them internationally which is really good for us because that's what our pretty much our mission statement is, yes? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yes, so. And another thing I wanted to talk about is our site. So, you know, we started the site back in February, two months after we started the podcast. And what did you think of the guys, of the site 
originally when I guess when I was doing it. <laughs> About the side, I think it's amazing for one. Um, and seeing a lot of the articles and how it's organized, you know, and there's so much information on it, you know, getting actually news from Japan as it comes out, I feel like is a big deal because sometimes it takes a while to get artist news. And it's always, you know, I think the. I think it's come a long way from when we started. You know, we got our indie artist every week, which is my favorite part of the site, to be honest. But I also enjoy the news. I'll say for me, at first it was really terrifying because I've never been involved in anything like this, especially if you're looking at something like an editorial basis and stuff like that. And for years, I, was, I really wanted to get like, but I have no experience doing editorial anything and I don't have that much experience writing and I've only wrote like maybe five or six articles in total since the site's gone up but I do try to contribute as best I can so for me so for me personally it was really terrifying at first but as as the site's gone as it's gone on to be what it is today it's really been this really cool transformation i'm really proud of the site i i th i'm i'm so glad that we have it and the site wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for you ken like you are the one that makes that thing successful mm -hmm. and you know we've we've gone on the show many times just praising all the work you do for that site but that the site every day just feels more legitimate than it used to, I guess is a good way of putting it. Cause it's like, you don't like you, you think of like other websites and when you're trying to create something yourself and you don't really have a large following or anything like that, like it doesn't feel as legitimate, I guess. But as the site has gone on, it's grown. It certainly feels way more legitimate is done very professionally too and i love that that professional standard that we uphold for ourselves and i think it's important that we maintain it and you know i i, I like the site it's a great site before the site i the i got all of my music information from anime news network that's abysmal if you go to their their music section on their website they have one post every four or five days and that's it. And that's assuming, you know, the artists they're talking about it, it. There's no love or dedication. Now it's anime news network. It's not what they're in the business to do, but why they have a music tab is beyond me either have one or don't, but I don't like this wishy-washy stuff that they do. Sometimes I think we've really stepped in there as an English site and really been a good news source and if you're listening to this and you haven't checked out you're 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 really missing out we update it not every day uh we try i mean there are some we, days where we, there's we no used to update it every day until i got this new job <laughs> <laughs> yeah well even even when we were updating it some there was like a a day or two where like you and because not every day there's news coming out that's really worth talking about but we update it frequently and we, I think we still have that, that mission to update it as frequently as possible. 
because we want people to be as informed as possible. And, you know, it's, we don't want to be gatekeepers. Like, like if there's something you want to know about, we want to supply that information. So, um, we do have a new writer. He's killing it. Uh, that dude's writing some amazing articles and go, go like some of the articles because you can do that. There is that button. You can like, you can comment. We'd love to hear and feedback from you guys. And I want to give a big thanks to Ken because you, if it weren't for you, there wouldn't be a site. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> well, um, you know, I feel like I need to contribute a lot more than I do, but you guys do done... that regardless with the other forms of ventures that I just don't want to touch right now. Because Gray, you're you're pretty much in charge of the YouTube channel, and once we get more videos out there with the video making stuff, we'll be on hopefully on that platform just a little bit more longer and luna you take care of pretty much our instagram so i, I don't want to touch instagram i hate instagram in all tens of purposes <laughs> oh and see i love instagram and i i got a couple more posts i actually want to do on there before the night ends tonight what? i love it i have so much fun doing instagram and i actually have some more youtube videos that i need to uh put up What's what's funny is you remember what the site initially looked like, right? Yes. I yeah. Do. Our little blue site that was amazing with blue and red bleeding objects that make my eyes hurt. Now that we finally <laughs> found a, a a lovely little offsetting tone for the site, it looks it looks all right for the most part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and it flows really good too. So. But our initial site was I tried to incorporate our logo that we had at the time which is blue and red and yellow yeah and apparently that makes the eyes bleed when you try to put all three of those colors on <laughs> into a website <laughs> they're not meant to they're they're meant to go together just not those shades yeah so not that not not that quite that volume either so i i want to give a personal thanks out to our editor She's amazing, and thank you for doing all the editing beforehand. Now she doesn't edit as much. She only edits our big our big topics, so like our indie quarter stuff, and any like reviews or big like things that we have for the site. She doesn't re overlook everything. I've kind of taken over that because I don't want to annoy her, pretty much. Because it was getting to the point that I was doing three articles a day and bugging her to do all three articles within one day. <laughs> She, she was going crazy because of that. <laughs> but I want to personally thank her, and I want to personally welcome our new writer, Redford. He is a close friend of mine, and he tries his best of what he's doing. And it's something that both me and him were interested in doing initially with the translation part of the Japanese music industry, which is pretty good. And I want to take this into much more than just what we're doing right now as of right now anyway i i would like that too so i would like to see yeah. where this goes and i'm excited for the ride there's always room to grow yes but yeah i mean with that i guess this is pretty much a good stopping point here for now i mean we talked about everything that we encompassed over the years in the year anyway there there has been a couple things that you know, musically had surprised me, which is the 
anime bands, if you were to tell me first thing that this year I'd be totally obsessed with two anime bands, I would have hated that and wanted to shoot my brains off. But <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. I am fully into the Bang Dream, and I'm wasting all my money whenever I can to try and go see them. And <laughs> Idol Master finally wise wised up with their performance they didn't do it last week but that's a whole different topic i haven't uh, heard their song but it's it's man the bad. disappointment in your voices is it was pretty hard bad. To... <laughs> it was pretty bad it's like oh what am i hearing There's mm-hmm. the, there was the rock one that they did like a month ago which was really good yeah so yeah i want to check out that cure song because they're they're um they they look familiar. I think I saw them earlier in the year. I know you guys were talking about them. Yeah, I don't think they hit the top ten. I think they hit like a twelve at one point or something like that. Uh, they the but highest I, they went was seventeen. I've when I wouldn't look. Oh, so. yeah. But they, the the name looked familiar. Like I think I saw them earlier in the year because there was one one week where I was curious what was past number 10 so i i was looking at i I think they were all i think that's when they hit 17 so definitely want to check them out i just haven't had the chance ayumi is 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 a top priority so we're gonna we're gonna focus on her that's good to you and i wonder if you guys (laughs) liked our format change that we did halfway through the year yeah well yeah we've had I don't know. We've played around with the format two or three times. The biggest format change is just dropping the, the albums. But I love the topics. I'd like to do more of those. I'd like to be on those when we do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's it's like there's it's always like I'll listen to one of the topics you guys do. And it's like, I've got something to say. And obviously, I, I can't. So, you know, my, my opinion just doesn't get out there. And that's fine. Uh, but, you know, there's a couple of other topics you guys are throwing around. I think there was one topic you guys are going to do. I, I I don't have any two cents in, so by all means, do it. But there's a couple other topics that we're going to talk about, and I'm really excited to talk about them. Like, I know the uh, Olympics. I know we're going to do that soon. And I'm excited to do that one because... It's going to be a very interesting conversation. I know I've got a lot of interesting things to say. I think Ken's got a lot of interesting things to say. and I know Luna's got a lot of interesting things to say. So that'll be a very interesting show. I don't know quite when that's going to be, but I do know I'll be on that one. So be on the lookout for that. I know I'll be excited. And uh, we've got a lot plan for december it's going to be a busy month for us so uh hope you guys enjoy the extra content because you're going to be getting some oh yeah especially we got december chocked full of extra content and next year so (laughs) very excited for what's to come yeah you know what's interesting is because of this podcast i got into become a little bit more out of my shell so to speak of what we want to do to put ourselves out there international in, on the internet, so to speak, because we invited our our lovely 
living mailbox on and at that time he wasn't getting into streaming but he was trying to start and then the other two times we did have him on he was starting to stream more and now look at him he is a very quote-unquote successful small twitch streamer and i do another podcast with him which is a game of podcast i never thought i would be talking about games granted i don't really talk about that on that podcast all too much I did this past week because it was just only me and him. Tim- Timber was off. Whenever Timber's not on, I usually talk a little bit more. It's pretty weird like that. Yeah, uh, th- when Timber's not on, like, talk. And the conversations are quite interesting. I don't know if it's because I know both of you here. And I don't know Timber, so... But typically when he's not on, is ty- typically like the episodes I tend to enjoy more because it's just... Two friends having a conversation that I know. There's nothing personal against you, Timber, if you're listening. Uh, you're a great guy. You seem really friendly, but I, I do prefer the ones that he's not on. So sorry. No, well, the thing is, it's pretty funny because Kill tries to run by me with a lot of things because he he knows it will affect Timber, but it won't affect me. So he tries really hard. So, and I, <laughs> like for me, I don't really give. So. If he's going to rib me, he can rib me all he wants. I don't really care. <laughs> like we, we went on a rant again about Atlas, and that was lovely to hear. But Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to, to hear it. Although, to be fair, I need to listen to the, the, the last episode where you guys talked about Battlefield. Oh, but... where we talked about Battlefield 5 for 25 <sighs> minutes. God, I hated that talk. <laughs> Well, that's half the reason why I haven't listened to it because I'm not interested in Battlefield. I'm like, eh, it's it's really funny because Timber was just wrong. Was just wrong about several information because he got confused with Call of Duty and then Battlefield. That was the only reason why it was so funny. Because <laughs> he got it specifically all wrong. He goes, "Oh yeah," and then Battlefield went to space, and I was like, "No, that was advanced." It's Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty, my friend. So. Advanced warfare. Um, Battlefield did do the police. If you if you look at like Battlefield Hardline. Battlefield Hardline. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm interested to see what Atlas did that got you guys on that rant because I'm no, I'm me. really looking really forward to the next I, Atlas game. You know the thing is with me, I don't really care about game companies when they try to do stuff that dicks over the comp- the the customer. Because I don't really care. It's not going to affect me personally. It's not like EA is going to knock yeah. on my door and make me fa- force feed them $55. I'm not going to do that. It doesn't affect me. Same for like certain record deals. Like when, you know, we in this podcast alone, we got approached, I want to say three times on three separate occasions about doing extra stuff. And it's unfortunately yeah. where where that happened. One one is because I had a lovely little panic attack and I wasn't able to get the money to go. The other times was because we weren't interested in the deal that we were given. And it's it's kind of interesting to see what would have happened. <laughs> it, it is. Well, we also had other people approach, approach us for promotional reasons and we've had to turn those down as well. <laughs> But what are you talking about that, that, that promotional seemed pretty right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, I mean, we can we can really up the audience and go uh, eighteen plus, I guess. Yeah, you know, this but, is, this is another thing here too. So, like, 
going going back to the site, there's no reason why we kind of don't do that. It's because I don't want our site to be like, I guess our competitors, so to speak. But not naming any names, there are certain sites that are just full of ads. No, I, I totally understand you. So you know, for us, when when we when we'll uh, get there, we'll get there. And we started talking about other means of what we're gonna do with the site, and we'll we'll get there. Like I said, eventually we have to just collectively think about what we're doing. <laughs> Hopefully, my schedule is gonna open up soon to where I can be back on the show in a more regular pattern. I don't want to make an announcement yet, just because I I don't want to speculate, and then reality ne- never ha- it never happens, but. Ideally, I'll be back on the show in the near future. So, once we get there, you know, we'll we'll take another step forward, and you know, we're gonna because you know, there's a lot of extra content we all want to do, and you know, we're we're always thinking about new ideas and extra stuff. And one one of the things that's been holding me back personally is just time. I haven't had the time, and I'm and like I said, I've made uh, some changes in my life recently to where I'm going to have more time. So, and I want to invest more in the site personally, and I want to invest more in our YouTube channel, and I want to invest more in recorded content because at the end of the day, I've one of the things in life I've always struggled with is you know what might you know what what I'm going to do with it's just something I've always struggled with, and it wasn't until we started doing the show. I really felt like I found what I'm supposed to be doing. So I do not want that to end and I'm going to keep, keep going any way I can. And, you know, there's, you know, we've been at a year. There's still a lot we have, we have to learn. And in my opinion, people who are masters of their craft, never stop learning. They're always learning something new. They're always getting better. And the only way that you're going to get better at this is practice and experience. So the more we record, the better we get. The more we put ourselves out there, the better we're going to become. And Ken, I was going to, I was wanting to ask you, had Kyo came to you before we started doing this, would you have ever agreed to do that, to do the other podcast? I would have probably done it under a couple viatuses there's a couple variables that i probably would have taken under fairly similar to this show like for example they originally wanted to do this via twitch they wanted to have cameras all three of us on it and i told them straight out no because there is a certain condition on where i record and i can't do that well, I don't want to be yeah. known as that guy. Let's just say that much. Without <laughs> delving into the, the reason why I don't have a camera on. And another thing is, too, I've without our platform and without you know the influence of Kyo, I probably wouldn't have started the Twitch channel. Which, by the way, I'm going to start using now since I have a fairly interesting release schedule. So get get used to that. Do you, do you know what you're going to start streaming? Oh, yeah. Are you going to go have... back to... Oh, no. Are you going to go back to, to uh, Yakuza? Yakuza for a bit. 
I'm going to do themes. I'm going to do Final Fantasy Fridays. So I'm going to start playing Final Fantasy 14 again in hype of the new expansion that's coming out of next summer. So I'm going to start. A I didn't know there was character. a new expansion. Yeah, there is a new expansion coming out in the summer, and I'm going to make a new person. I'm going to make a new character, and I'm going to bring him through and stream every Friday. You know, I should pick that up, and we should play together. That 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 would be fun. Mm-hmm. That would be very very interesting. Although I work, I I work during the day every Friday, and then we record in in the evening. So I don't know if I'd be able to do that or not. But I wouldn't mind streaming the the Persona dancing games. I do plan on picking up three and five. I just I don't have the money. <laughs> so until until the money situation gets figured out, I, I'm not going to be picking them up. You know, and, I would, uh, and disagree with you on that. Kyo. Well, he can not buy buy them if he wants. It's fine. He already bought it, but, and he instantly regretted it. Uh, you know, I, I'll find out in the new episode because I'm like, why? Like, I played the demo and I got in trouble with my credit card because they're like, this is over your credit limit. Oh, my. so like. Like you have, you have a forty-three dollar credit limit. It's one hundred and one. You guys think you can't squeeze in like a? Can, can you let me go over my credit limit? You know, just like fifty bucks or something, please. No. So, thank you, Best Buy. Thank you. But yeah, I've I've got I've I don't know I have a big expense in January I don't pay. So until that gets paid, I'm not. Uh, that's the only thing I care about. But yeah, I I guess with that, this is a good stopping point for now. And I yeah. want to thank the both of you for being on and joining me. And for you, Gray, to invite me on, so to speak. Uh, well, yeah, because I, I did have the idea for the show. And I, I'll be honest, I had the idea for the show years ago. And call it self-doubt, call it whatever you will. I, I didn't want to do it. Because I felt like I was a nobody, nobody would want to listen to me. So I just kicked it down the road, and then I happened to see that Luna was doing a different a different podcast, and I was visiting my parents last year for Thanksgiving, talked it over with them, and that's how it all came to be. I asked her first, and I was like, "Well, I can't. It can't just be two people." And you were immediately the person that we thought of, and uh, the 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 two like the two of you agreeing to it might have been initially my idea but to say this was my baby would be lying uh it it is it, it is what it is today because you guys and the love and heart, blood sweat and tears you guys put into it and it, it wouldn't be what it is today without you and it, it is humbling this the amount of love and care that you guys have poured into the show that you know even in my circumstances where i had to step away just to see you guys carry on and just how passionate you guys are for it just it means the world to me and you know i i wouldn't want to do a show with two other people you guys mean the world to me and you know i'm thankful every day that you guys are part of my life and that we have the show and you, you know, I, I don't know what the future always holds, but 
I, I know there's no future without this show and we're going to, we're going to move forward and we're going to make this the best show possible. And it wouldn't be possible without either one of you two. your love effort and support that goes into it. just makes it really good. And I love you guys for all the effort you guys put into it. And I just want to thank you guys because, you know, when I had to step away, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that could have happened. You know, you guys have been understanding of my situation. So, to, to work around my schedule sometimes, which I know is a pain, just so I can make a guest appearance, just so I can be on it. Like today, you guys had to weave and pub around your schedules just so I could be on it again. And, you know, that's how you, that's how you know you have friends is when people go all the way for you because they want you to be part of something. And, you know, that it makes me feel so, so blessed that you guys are part of my life and I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. And we're thank you for you too. So we're, we're always happy to, to be on here and we're glad um, the show got started. We all discovered a lot of new things and we're all, you know, I think it's great having each other on here together. I think it's yeah. a great thing to bring everyone together and, and we're, we're thank you know, we're very, very thankful. So yeah like ideally like i just want this to be a place where we can all just you know leave the you know the politics at the door where we can leave our you know our struggles at the door and we can just come together and celebrate our love for japanese music i think that has always been you know what i wanted the show to be and i th i think we've we've gotten there because you know it's, it's sometimes it's really disheartening you know to watch the news and see what's going on in the world today and you know part of the reason why i listen to music is just to get, help get through the day and you know escape and you know i this is it's one thing just helps me get through the day and so i think a lot of people are like that and so if uh this show has helped you find a home and refuge then um we're, we're very grateful and you know we just hope that you continue to stay with us. Um, you know, like I said, we're still growing and we're still learning. So there will, there will always be some pains that comes with those. But, you know, our, our dedications to the show and, you know, we want to make certain that you guys know that because it the show is amazing. And I think we have something really special here. And I, I just hope you guys really enjoy it. Yes. And with that, let's sign off for now. And I want to thank you, the both of you. It's been a very fun ride to have you guys on the lovely podcast here. And I look forward to the future, pretty much. But yeah, I want to thank you guys very much, too. Pretty much listening to us circle jerk each other for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you enjoy that. I want to say thank you very much, and here's for another year. Here's to another year. This is Luna signing off. Kanpai. Hope you guys have a good week. This is Gray signing off. And mahalos. <laughs>